0: Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. I'm Pastor Greg Payne. I'm here with Pastor Brad Woodski, Pastor Aaron Neal. And welcome, gentlemen.
1: Thank you. Yeah, good, It's good, good to be here. Good
0: to see you guys today. We're yeah. starting
1: something new today, right? Starting
0: something new today. That's right. We have the word of the day. Word of the day. So uh, Pastor Aaron, what is the word of the day? The word of the day is food. Food. Oh, oh. food. I love it. I love it. Actually, that's not the word of the day. So close. So close though. So close. So though. close. So close. I, I but try. You try. To, and uh, you know, I'm all in favor of that being the word of the day, of course. So uh, that's a great, It's a great honorable mention uh, for the word of the day. But all right, we're going to try it again then. i uh, We're starting something new, right, Pastor Brad? Start something new. And it's the word of the day. we
1: got a whole new word of the day.
0: Pastor Aaron, what is the word of the day?
1: Abracadabra. 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 Oh, sounds kind of
0: magical. (laughs) (laughs) Abracadabra. That That actually is the word of the day. Thank you, Pastor Aaron. Uh, Abracadabra. Pastor Brad, why is abracadabra the word of the day today on the Bad Preaching Podcast?
1: So we've been going through a book... It's called "Please, Sorry, Thanks" by Mark Batterson. Yeah, and uh, he opens up his introduction to the book is abracadabra, um, and he's he starts off by just saying, "It's the most universally used word that does not need a translation." Hmm. Um, I think it's pretty crazy. It's it's a word employed by magicians, and the ancient words abracadabra actually means "as I speak, I shall create." In other words, words create worlds
0: that's that's interesting abracadabra. abracadabra I think I think probably anybody that hears that word they do think about like magic, yeah magician yeah, and then I guess you know in the in when you're thinking of magic, it is supposedly making something happen or something even out of nothing, which I mean, we know it's not true, yeah, right, but what Batterson is doing he's using this word abracadabra, and he's getting our attention, but then he's talking about the power of God that is not magic you know mm-hmm. magic is certainly not true but um, he uses the first verse in his introduction John 1 1 in the beginning was the word mm-hmm. capital word right talking about God talking about Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit in the beginning and I tell you what when he says abracadabra things do happen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, talk about the power of words when God speaks he spoke and that word created galaxies mm-hmm. and universes and humanity and all these things, the power of the word. But yeah. what else, is,
1: Pastor Brad, I interrupted you. Well, he, he, even going with the thought you just said, he talks about the idea that, you know, scientists still say today that the world is continues to expand. And so when you look at when you really grasp that idea that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So wait
0: a minute. So you're telling me. That creation hasn't stopped; it's still going. Now, now think about that, gentlemen. That, that's a powerful thought, isn't it? Because we limit to, and I'm, I'm interrupting you again, aren't I? We we hey, limit no creation. <laughs> we limit creation to Genesis chapter one. Yeah, but think about that: the power of God's spoken word at creation is still creating. Mm-hmm. Now, now tell me what you were saying before I interrupted you.
1: I, you keep bringing up great points. <laughs> so I, I keep wanting to go off of your yeah. points, too. Cause it's go the, right ahead. I mean, Whichever direction you want to go. I mean, it's amazing to watch even that. Like, our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, Our lives, can, we continue to create life and keep on going. And it's yeah. all part of God's great plan and His salvation for each one of them. And yeah. so it's just I mean, it's the beauty of um, God's words that when He speaks... He speaks life, and life keeps giving. And, and um, on
0: and on. And the universe, and this is scientific. Yeah. The universe continues to grow and expand. Mm-hmm. Beyond what my feeble pea brain could comprehend, but it does. Yeah. And it all stems back to those powerful words, let there be light. Mm. And when God spoke, it hasn't stopped.
1: Yeah. And he uses John one awesome. one, And so when we're even thinking of John chapter 1 and John is really making that whole you know a parallel to why Christ came and, yeah, and yeah. so just the story of creation is, is beautiful so
0: in the beginning was the word yeah, if yeah
1: you guys should read John chapter 1 and and take a look at that and look at creation then read Genesis chapter 1 and look at that creation side by side to fully appreciate the words that um, God speaks but in our book it goes into the power of the tongue that we start talking about and looking at on how we the power of the tongue can speak life or it can speak death.
0: Yeah, that's significant. Mm. And this is Mark Batterson's newest book, Please, Sorry, Thanks. Or I guess I should say the three words that change everything, Please, Sorry, Thanks. Mm-hmm. And I saw this book, I was in Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago, as of the day of this recording. And I saw the book there because we went to Ebenezer's coffee house, which is Batterson's coffee house or his church's coffee house. I think all the prophets go to missions and things like that. It's really, really a neat concept. And um, I think there's a coffee house in Lynchburg that has the same type of concept where the prophets go to to missions and, and things like that. But at any rate, I saw the book. I didn't pick it up. I regretted it. So on our way out of D.C., we stopped at a mall somewhere in northern Virginia, and there was a bookstore, and I said, I'm going to get this book. And literally, I had it read within 24 hours of purchasing it. Mm-hmm. It was that good. It's a short book, about, what, 140 pages. So if anybody's interested in getting the book, I'm sure you can get it at a bookstore. You can get it at Amazon. Uh, Mark Batterson's book, The Three Words That Change Everything, Please, Sorry, and Thanks. But we thought we would add a new wrinkle, to the Bad Preaching Podcast. And so from time to time, we're going to jump in as the Bad Reading Podcast, (laughs) I guess, and uh, share some some things from books we're reading. And this one here, um, you know, we may not talk about this book every single week. We'll just jump back in and out. I don't know. We haven't figured out how we'll do it. But uh, this is just really good stuff. Um, I've read it. You guys have read a lot of it correct? I'm starting to read, yeah. Yeah, you guys haven't finished reading. I one. know. You're slackers, <laughs> slackers. Yeah, I'm behind. Sorry. No, actually, they just that. Haven't, haven't had the book long. I'm giving them a hard time, but it's a great read, isn't it? It, <laughs> it is. I know you've liked what really you've read so far. Well, um, Batterson gets into talking about these, the as Brad, you were saying, the power of our words being life and death, mm. and then he focuses in on three words, please, sorry, thanks, That if we will use them and use them biblically, use them the right way, they can be very powerful. Mm -hmm. Not the kind of fake magical power of an abracadabra, but a genuine, powerful, godly thing in our lives and the lives of others. Let me read a paragraph from uh, his introduction. He said, Few words resonate with more power than please, sorry, and thanks. They sing in three-part harmony. A pretty please opens hearts and minds and doors. A simple sorry can mend broken relationships. A heartfelt thanks is the flywheel of gratitude. That's a pretty powerful little paragraph, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Guys, why do you think we don't use these three little words more than we do? Crickets. (laughs) Crickets. Crickets on the Bad Reaching (laughs) Podcast. Well, I'll go first. I think um, sometimes it's pride, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Do you think pride can hold us back sometimes from really saying a thank you to somebody that we really need to recognize they've done something for us? Mm. Or maybe pride, especially with the word sorry, if we're we're in a disagreement um, and maybe we think we're right on certain points. But to say that word, sorry, pride will get in the way. Mm. Um, so I think pride is certainly a root of, of, of limiting us saying, hey, we're at a break. I can't believe it. We'll be right back. Bad Reading Day podcast something. We'll see you after the break.
1: All right, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Pastor Greg Payne, Pastor Aaron Neal, Pastor Brad Woodsky, and uh, we're doing something new today. We're looking at a book by Mark Batterson and just going to see how this goes, right gentlemen? And We Trying might we might uh, periodically have some, some bonus features or some podcasts centered around uh, some book discussions, but uh, please, sorry, thanks. These powerful words. And I, I want to share this, guys, from the book. This, um, Batterson is known for his creative writing, mm-hmm. but he's also just so intelligent and, and adds so many details and examples and illustrations that are so, so good as well. But he, he, he writes here that the human voice produces sound waves that can travel space at up to 1,125 feet per second. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That's um, and then he he talks about the average female speaks at a frequency of 170 to 220 hertz. The average male after puberty speaks at a lower pitch of 100 to 150 hertz. And then he talks about Mariah Carey. Is that <laughs> one of your favorite singers, Aaron? Mariah Carey is famous for her five octave range, uh, but the rest of us have a vocal range between roughly 55 and 880 Hertz. So he's talking about all this ability in our speaking and that God has given to to individuals, but then he starts talking about hearing. And he says, we have a range of hearing between 20 and 20,000 Hertz. Anything below 20 Hertz is infrasonic. Anything above 20,000 Hertz is ultrasonic. So basically he's saying there's all this sound Above what we can hear and below what we can hear yeah. that we don't even hear going on, but it's all part of the creation of God. And so basically, like he talks about these different sounds. For example, we've heard the term ultrasound and he talks about ultrasound can be used to track submarines and to guide non-invasive surgery, clean jewelry, heal damaged tissue, break up kidney stones. And the most common one is to reveal the gender of a baby using a sonogram. Uh, He goes on to say, does God speak audibly? Absolutely. But that's a thin slice of his vocal range. His ability to speak, I like this, is way beyond our ability to hear. I would Mm -hmm. say you guys agree with that. Uh, His ability to speak is way beyond our ability to hear. I like this paragraph. Most people claim that they have never heard the voice of God. If you're referring to the audible voice of God, no arguments here. But there is a reality that goes way beyond what we can taste, touch, see, smell, or hear. God uses his infrasonic and ultrasonic voice to heal, to reveal, to guide, to gift, to convict, and to create. That's so powerful, isn't Mm -hmm. it? God is always speaking audibly is just a small slice, like he said, of the, of the pizza of the puzzle here, but, but he is always speaking. But his ability to speak is so vastly beyond our ability to hear him speak. Um, that's a powerful thought, isn't it? Yeah. And how do we hear God speak? How do we hear his voice? What What, what would you say to that if, if we're thinking of what would be some strategies for
1: us to hear his voice? I, I had a friend's grandma that used to always say, if you're not hearing guys because your Bible's not open. Okay. <laughs> and so getting into the word, she, she was talking about getting into the word. Very good. And by when we read it, like, just like John chapter, chapter one talks about, like, the word became flesh. Mm-hmm. If I want to know Christ, I got to get in the word and know who the word says he is, who, the, what the word says I, who the word says I am. And that's when we start seeing his creation revealed to us that all these sounds revealed to us as well. That's a powerful
0: thought, I mean, if somebody were to look at any of us and say, "I just don't feel like God is involved in my life or I don't feel like I'm hearing anything from God, so to speak, to use that terminology," mm. a great question would be how how much have you spent How much time have you spent reading the Word of God lately? Mm. that's sixty six books, yeah that uh, God has revealed himself in.
1: And I think reflecting on it too, reflecting like having on having that time set apart to actually meditate on the word yes. is a huge difference. If I just if I just read just to read to say I check it off and keep on going, but I don't actually give time for God to actually speak and and I do believe that when we have the word in our hearts and we're reading, God does reveal to us. Yeah. There's moments in our life different ideas that he brings back to our memory. Yes. Just like the women when they were going to um, going to the tomb mm-hmm. and they remember the words that he spoke, right? Like right. they, they remember these things, the Ascension we've, we've heard, you've preached on that recently. And even in that sermon you talked about, they remembered the words that were spoken. Right. And so many times the Holy spirit brings back to our memory, what's happened in our life, what we've heard, different things have gone on in our life to bring clarity, to bring light to our situation. Back. Yeah. Remember. Mm -hmm. But in order to remember,
0: like the re-prefix, you have to member first. (laughs) There's that little education
1: for us all right there. I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever.
0: (laughs) But before you can rewind, or before you can rewind, you have to have a wind. (laughs) Before you remember, you have to have a member. But basically, (laughs) what I'm trying to say there, you can obviously tell I'm not a best-selling author like Mark Batters with those kind of examples, right? But in order to remember, there has to be something there in the first place, mm-hmm. and that goes to us reading the word, hearing the word, studying, and having it there, and then the Holy Spirit has something to work with, right? Yeah But um, also hearing from God prayer. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the element of prayer of listening. Uh, Dr. Charles Stanley just recently passed away- pa- uh, pastor at First Baptist in Atlanta, and he had in-touch ministries on uh, television and seen all over the world for decades. But they were talking about his prayer life and in his prayer life, he did a lot of listening and he would take people with him. They would go into his, he had a room that was designated as his prayer closet. And one gentleman was talking about when he went in to pray with him, there were times of prayer, but there were times of just quiet, where Dr. Stanley was listening, mm. listening for the voice of the Lord, those impressions to come up on your heart, not audible voice, but impressions up on your heart and up on your mind, and then just to sense and have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And so I think so often we think of prayer as just us talking, but it's us listening as well. So I yeah. thought that was so neat that he carved regularly in to his prayer time, that listening, so God is always speaking just taking notice too right of our surroundings paying attention to the beauty of nature mm. to what's happening in the in the horizon and even with the weather and just anything we can see the handiwork of God and there's something to learn from it right mm. I mean I'm not trying to be a what what's a, a pantheist or Someone that has the religion of God and nature. I'm not trying to get into that at all. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that everything that is happening is the result of his creation, Mm. of his words that he spoke. And we can watch. We can watch the patterns of weather and the patterns of animals and the beauty of creation Mm. and everything. If we just step back and look at all that, think about that God created it and then there's there's just lessons to learn,
1: and God speaks to us just if we'll open our eyes yeah. and look around, if that makes sense. Yeah, even even the human body, like that idea that the breath that He breathed into us, that breath of right. life, yeah. and now like we're we're just going around breathing this life that He gave us. I I think that's amazing in itself. Looking through creation, looking how He formed us, so like so well that we, there's all these different qualities, all these different things that have to work for us to be alive. And the chances, the odds of everything coming together, it wasn't by chance. <laughs> he right. orchestrated it all. He
0: orchestrated it with the divine plan. Yeah. And so everything we see is, is this divine creation under a divine pattern, divine plan. And God is speaking constantly mm. in so many ways above us, beneath us, within us, around us, the power of God and his, he it's just a powerful thing to think about, and we're not going to have time to get into this topic on this particular podcast, but Batterson goes on then to talk about the importance of our words, mm-hmm. and we don't create exactly how God creates, but our words certainly do create atmosphere, and, and they minister or they harm, and then he centers around those three words, please and sorry and thanks. And how those can create beauty and meaning and and can be powerful in somebody's life. Hey, thanks for listening today to the Bad Preaching Podcast. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening today.
1: Join us next
0: week on the Bad Preaching Podcast.